and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. Today we are joined by two people who make the magic of the government website work. We have Tina Colonna. Tina is the Web and Publications Supervisor for James City County. Welcome, Tina. Thank you, Renee. It's good to be here. Glad to have you. And we're also joined by Chris Coleman. Chris is the Web Interaction, not interactive, interaction, right? That is correct. Designer. Very I, good. I am also interactive. You are. And I am a friend of the pod, so I'm happy to be here too. <laughs> you are a big pod fan, so yes, I appreciate I it very much. Well, welcome. Okay, so we've got this great website. Absolutely. Absolutely. Award-winning. Absolutely. We've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I will say you did not bring the awards with you, which I'm pretty impressed because you carried them around everywhere, right? They, they get a little heavy it. after a while. That's correct. Yes. They, they have some miles on them. Yeah. You should get a wagon yes. that you could like bring hey, along. Hey, we thought about you. it. Yeah. Yeah. You should. A little red wagon. Tell us about the website, jamescitycountyva.gov. Well, as you said, it is an award-winning website. Yep. Um, we are very proud of it. This current website was launched in January of 2016. Mm-hmm. We totally overhauled the former version of the website, cutting okay. down from how many pages was it, Chris? 20,000? Wow. Or T- tens of thousands. Tens of thousands tens of, of pages thousands. down yeah. to uh, between 2,000 and 2,300. My pages. goodness. Yeah. Um, so I, it was a big job. I'm not a math major, but that's like 10%, give or take. Yeah, yeah. the The process of creating a new website, you know, required a lot of consolidation, a lot of really looking at what we had on the old website, which had really been content that had accumulated since 1997 when wow. the very first James City County website launched. For any of you uh, technology heads out there, that that makes us older than Google dot com, which launched a year later in That's amazing, yes. impressive, huh? Very much so. <laughs> yes. We spent a lot of time meeting with departments, mm-hmm. um, going through their information, kind of helping them figure out what was the information that citizens really needed. Right. We tried to cut out a lot of redundancy throughout the web. You, some departments, there, there may have been multiple departments with the same information. So we tried to consolidate that, you know, just make it more clean, mm-hmm. easier to find stuff. Sure. Right, because I could imagine, you know, it's great to have all that information up on the website, but if no one can find it... It's of no use. Of no use to anyone, right? Correct. So we spend our days checking links, checking content, reviewing content, going over spelling, making sure there's no misspelled words out there because I do not like misspelled words. Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) What else, Chris? What else are we doing? You know, we do a lot of stuff. Yes, Uh, we do. What don't we do? Maybe that's a better question. Well, that's one of the, you know, the cool things about the website, a government website like ours is it spans services across every department. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're dealing with parks and rec stuff, general services stuff, internal services, really. And and stuff is a technical term, right? Stuff is our technical term. Okay, good. That is correct. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like Tina said, you know, over 2,000 pages, we have a... over a thousand PDF documents that you can download, and these are forms, publications, brochures. Wow! Uh, yeah, got a lot of those. Yeah. How many PDFs? Because Tina, I know that you are not a PDF fan. How many PDFs used to be on the website? A gazillion. <laughs> also, that's our technical. It, yes. Yeah. It, it was. I think when we checked the old website, it was over ten thousand. It was a lot because nobody ever weeded them out. Right. Right. Um, 
<laughs> it was all, it was painful. It was painful. Well, and I think I was overly harsh. It's not that you're not a right. PDF fan because right. there are good uses right. for PDFs. But when you make everything into a PDF, right. sometimes there are better ways to put the information out there. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah. To me, it's personal. I'm not a. I'm not a PDF <laughs> yeah. fan. He he really does not like yeah. PDFs. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so. Tell me, how many people visit our website? You know, every year we get more and more visitors. It's it's one of those things that uh, our web users just, it keeps increasing, which is a good thing. We don't want a uh, decrease in... That would be bad. Yeah. So last year, uh, in 2018, we had 2.5 million visitors. Users. Wow. So that's a that's lot. Quite a lot. Impressive. Especially Very considering the, the population of James City County. Among those 2.5 million visitors, you get people from over, you know, from 160 different countries. The website was translated into 130 different languages. We have 39,000 subscribers to Notify Me. What? Now, what is Notify Me real quick? Notify Me is the notification system built into the website that allows our users to get email or text notifications when something's been updated correct okay correct they can sign up for lists like um news releases Mm -hmm. so whenever a new news release is posted they'll get notification um if they're interested in careers in public safety Mm -hmm. they can sign up for both the fire and police job opportunity list so whenever they open up to hire then you know the person would be notified that they can apply okay um we have calendars even weather alerts so if the county is closed for inclement weather, um, they would know county offices are closed, parks and rec facilities, and such as that. And so then the information goes directly to them. They do not have to continually check the website, refresh, Correct. refresh. It comes directly to them. That's great. If they want to keep refreshing the website, we're okay with that because... <laughs> Good for numbers. Yeah, make yes. our numbers look really great. <laughs> All right. So how many different countries? 169 countries to be exact. Wow. That's almost every country... In 2018, we had no visitors from Greenland, no visitors from Mongolia. If you know anybody out there, please share (laughs) jamescitycountyva.gov with your friends and family in Mongolia. Excellent. Thank you. Or you can book your next trip, your next vacation there, and check out the web from there. While you're there. Yes. Please do. What a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) We could even do that even if you're going just to Canada, you know, go check it out. Okay. Every time, yeah, every time Tina and I go on vacation, we're always, we're on the website. (laughs) That's right. We want to get those foreign users. (laughs) (laughs) Very interesting. All right. So what else is on the web? What are some of the things that people go to the most often? Um, The most often we do have some online forms that quite a few people use. We have um, a request for safety presentation from the fire department. Schools and neighborhoods and such can request that a fire truck come out and meet with kids in the neighborhood or at school and kind of just show them what the fire department's about. Okay. For those citizens who have submeters with the service authority, Mm -hmm. um, Chris just built an online reading form where they can go and submit their submeter readings online that has been very popular nice since it was turned on uh, we have first also... month we hit over over a thousand yes or i think it was like over a thousand readings in one week I think. yes wow it was, it was, it was very huge. popular <laughs> nice very popular yeah. um we also have the speaker registration form for board meetings so okay. if citizens are interested in speaking about one of the items on the agenda they can fill the card out online beforehand okay. and already have a place in line 
when they show up to the meeting. Very convenient. Yeah, and, and just kind of the, you know, the everyday things that pretty much affect every citizen in the county. You could pay your taxes online. You could turn your water service on, uh, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said earlier, I mean, we really do uh, affect residents, businesses, visitors. Um, if you can think of it, we've got it on the website and there's there's some good information out there. I feel like it's been a minute. Let's plug the website again. JamesCityCountyVA.gov. All right. Here's a question that is completely, well, it's not off topic. Do we have to type www before we type in JamesCityCountyVA.gov? No, you do not have to type that in. Okay. And even, this is brand new, when when you say the word slash something, Uh you don't even have to say backslash. You can just say slash. Okay, you're making fun of me, and that is not nice. For people that have listened to the podcast for a long time, I had called the forward slash a backslash, and I even argued with a guest at one point about, no, it's a backslash. It's a forward slash. And Thanks and, for bringing that up, Chris. In 2019, it's just slash. Yeah, so you don't slash. even have to say forward yeah, slash. Yeah, it's a slash podcast. Okay. And an example. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> an example of a slash would be jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast. And that's where you have made a wonderful form. People can go and give us some feedback on the podcast. Tell us what they like, what they don't like, guest ideas, We would love to hear from you. You all have no idea how excited Chris and I get when we get an email that says that there is feedback. Most of the time it is Chris just testing it to make sure it still works because we haven't gotten a lot of feedback, but that's okay. It does still work. (laughs) It does. It does. All right. So what else? Well, I think um, what a lot of people don't realize about the website is, um, you know, Tina and I, we do manage the the day-to-day operations of of the site, but we work with um, a pretty big department. Uh, information resources management uh, consists of IT, infrastructure, telecommunications, our video group. Mm-hmm. Records. Uh, yeah, records, graphic design. I mean, there's a lot going on over there. Um, as part of my duties as web interaction designer, mm-hmm. I work with the programmer groups to get third-party applications or applications that they even develop and build in-house. Okay. Um, integrated into the site so that it kind of looks like the rest of the James City County mm-hmm. website. What are a couple examples? So some examples include e-payment, where okay. um, if you've ever paid uh, your taxes or paid for anything online, you mm-hmm. used e-payment. Our mapping software, our property system, mm-hmm. um, our career center, if you've applied for the job with the county. Those okay. are all third-party applications. Wow, and you're right. They look like they're just part of the regular website. Yeah. I know that you all have won a lot of awards. So do you just rest on your laurels and say, we are good to go. It's a great website. No changes are needed. No. 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 (laughs) Technology is always evolving, Renee. (laughs) So we try to keep up with new trends. Okay. um, And what we think that the citizens would enjoy seeing. Okay. So we are getting ready to go into a redesign of our website. All right. Um, we can call it a refresh, um, just kind of spruce it up a little. and Yeah, it's going to be the same website, but it's going to be a lot of enhancements. And it's really going to be us setting the foundations for these new technologies and emerging technologies mm-hmm. in the field. Yeah, we're not ready to, to get into specifics. Okay. <laughs> so what's the timeline of doing a refresh of the website? Is that something that takes a week or so? Or is that something that you all spend a lot more time on? Tell us about that. 
So the typical website redesign process is usually a six-month process. Okay. Wow. Um, and it kind of goes back to we have a website with over 2,000 pages. And really, each one of those pages we have to look at, we have to figure out what we're going to do with it. Does mm -hmm. it kind of get combined with other other pages? Um, we look at analytics and statistics to find out how have people been using that page since since it's been live. So we do we are going to kick off uh, this kind of redesign process later on in the year. And this time around, we are asking for citizen input. We're going to oh, have a, a survey on the website and on social media. It's going to be a brief survey, but we definitely want your input, whether you've used the website or, or if you've never even been there. Okay. All right. How will people know where to find the survey? So we will have it on the homepage of our website, okay. jamescitycountyva.gov. And uh, we'll probably, you know, be sending it out through our Notify Me system okay. um, and on social media and really trying to get it out there in as many ways as possible. Because you really want to hear from the users of the website. I know that all of us that use the site every day, we all know without really even thinking how to get to the agenda page or how to get to the news releases or what have you. But folks that use it more organically as citizens may not, it may not be that simple and clear to them on how to get to those things. Correct. Yeah. And one of our main goals is to try to make things simple and clear and easy right. for the citizens. A fun game that Tina and I play <laughs> is uh, we both kind of navigate the website pretty similarly because we know, you know, we've built it and we, you know, we work in it every day. We know, we pretty much know exactly where any every piece of content is. Right. And we can get there in just like one click. Right. Um, but it's really fun for us to kind of look over other people's shoulders and, and kind of see how they get to places. And some things, like you said, agendas, be really, really obvious to us. But some people do have a hard time finding some right. of the content. And that's why things like analytics and taking a look at what pages are getting hits, what are the search terms on the website, um, that's why that kind of stuff is really so important is to make sure the quality of the website kind of keeps up. Right, because I imagine if somebody keeps – or if several people are searching for the same term over and over again, it's not easy for them to find. Exactly. And right. we, we do monitor that. And when we see that happening, we work with the departments and we try to figure out, well, what can we do to kind of bring more attention to this? Because obviously um, in the summer, people are looking for outdoor pools. Right. But that information is not front and center year round. Right. So. Okay. Interesting. So how many people work on the website or actually behind the scenes and the nuts and bolts of it? On the day-to-day, -day, it's usually me and Chris. Okay. Um, we do work with a few content, we call them content contributors. And there's probably how many of those? A couple dozen. Okay. Yeah, each department more or less has their own One. their own contributor that okay. kind of that kind of manages content for their department and really helps us keep the content fresh and up to date. Mm -hmm. And so they're usually our contact person. So if, if we see something that's out of date on their pages, we'll get in touch with that one person and say, hey, can you review this for us? You know, because they are the knowledge source of that. Sure. But they all have full-time jobs as Correct. well. And so I imagine a lot of it is outreach from you all to the departments instead of the other way around because you're Correct. seeing errors or misspellings. I think you get a report. Do you get a report every day or whatever that every, will have yeah, once a week, once a week that yeah. every day, Chris is like, no, <laughs> um, that has broken links. Right. Cause yes. I think that that's an issue sometimes. 
there will be a link that'll work and then all of a sudden it doesn't work and we don't know that in the departments but you all do yeah we we stay (laughs) on top of that uh we're really proud of our website uh you know we're always correcting the broken links as soon as we find them we get misspelling reports sometimes these things slip through the cracks Mm -hmm. and we want to make sure that everything is grammatically correct and following the county style as well. Yes, we do have a county style. And so I I appreciate that because I do a lot with that. Very good. Okay. But the two of us, we do, we do look at everything before it goes on. Yes, you do. And that's a lot of work. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you all look fairly okay. You're not crying. Tina Tina's about to. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. Now, a big part of what comes along with with reviewing each piece of content, too, is ADA compliance. Mm. And and for those who don't know, um, ADA is Americans with Disabilities Act. A lot of times when people are talking about ADA, they're talking about, you know, Braille on keypads or wheelchair ramps, um, you know, to make buildings more accessible. Mm -hmm. But in recent years, the, the Internet has become a, a public accommodation. Okay, so, that makes sense. Yeah, so you know you get public services through the internet. So the internet, a state or local government website, has to be ADA compliant. And like you said, all these web content coordinators that we have and these contributors, we can't expect them all to be these ADA web experts. Right, which is a good thing because yeah. we're not. I <laughs> right. can tell you that. <laughs> and we're, you know, that's, that's one of the places where we're always happy to kind of take a look at the content, make sure that it is accessible to our users. And when you might be saying like, well, you know, a person in a wheelchair, uh, what does it matter how content is on mm-hmm. a website to that mm-hmm. person? Um, well, the kind of accessibility that we're looking at is people with uh, visual impairments, okay. you know, colorblindness. We want to make sure that images and text is still readable and legible. Sure. Even if a user is completely blind, our website can be dictated to those users. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, so we want to make sure that the text and the content is all formatted and is able to be read so that all of our government services are accessible to them. So in addition to to people with visual impairments, we have over 50 videos on the website that our video group over in information resources management has put together, and they do some really great work. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the tools that's, that we have through YouTube is um, people who cannot hear what is being said in the video do have access to closed captionings. Oh, okay. So accessibility, I would imagine, also could include folks that are not native English speakers. Yeah, that's correct. And and that's another metric that we look out for. And we do have a Google Translate tool on the website that will translate any and every page that we have and all of our menus and navigation and everything into over 80 different languages. Wow. Earlier in the podcast, I had said that Website's been translated into over 130 languages, and that's because in, in other countries, the browsers are built in their native languages. Okay. Well, some of the other cool features we have on the site that people might be interested, we on the same line of videos, um, we have a 360 camera. So we have gone out and we've got 360 video of places like Legacy Hall, mm-hmm. um, some of the picnic shelters at various parks. So if people are interested in renting those facilities from Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. they can actually take a tour to see what they'll be getting for their money. That's neat. Um, so Legacy Video has been really popular. We've heard back from Parks and Rec, and they have gotten a lot of feedback saying people really appreciate it. It's much easier to do the video tour of the place than just looking at a stagnant 
drawing of the floor plan. Absolutely, sure. And it's a popular wedding venue and party venue. So, okay, good. We also have, let's see, video on demand. You can find that on the website. Mm -hmm. So if you miss a board meeting and want to go back and watch it when you get back from vacation, you can do that. And what's great with those board meetings is that they're indexed by agenda item. Yes. So you do not have to watch the entire three-hour meeting or five hour or five hour (laughs) you can just go and watch you know that public hearing that you were interested in learning more about what resources are available on the website that may not get as many hits as you think maybe they should probably the archives okay um we have a lot of stuff archived we have minutes that go back to 1887 really yes very interesting um they're really cool to go look at because In 1887, of course, everything was handwritten. Right. But you can still make out the surnames of families that are still in this area today. That's really cool. So, And just some of the topics that they discussed at the meetings were kind of comical almost. Okay. You know, like mules and what, chickens and I I don't know. Okay. Just, yeah. So if you get a chance, go go check it out. It's, It's pretty cool. All right. We have adopted budgets. That go back to 1975. Wow. Which also, if you go back to 1975, those are pretty interesting to look at, too. Sure. Because, you you know, to see how the county has grown. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Today. Yeah. And and so other, you know, unused features. We do have such a diverse user base mm-hmm. that we do have a segment of our users who are only coming to the website for parks and rec stuff, family events, special events, classes, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have um, voter registration. That's an important part of the oh, website. Oh, sure. Where yeah. to vote, uh, sample ballots. Mm-hmm. We even have a an interactive form on the voter registration page where you can apply to become a, an election officer. Okay. So. There's also a link on registering to vote. Very so good. So you can register to vote yep. online. And you can also check your voter registration Correct. status. Correct. And, yeah, good stuff. Other fun things, the county is revamping their volunteer program. Right. So we just put up new volunteer pages. So anybody out there is interested in volunteering, go check it out. There's a lot of resources there on how to volunteer and the application to volunteer and who to contact. Very good. Well, I would like to go back to the awards because you all have worked really hard and the website has been recognized for your hard work. Can you tell me about some of those awards? We want to hit the top, what, three? Yeah. Um. There's, it's a very long <laughs> yes, list, very, Renee. Very long. Our, our, our listeners have things to do. Okay. Okay. Uh, but we would love to talk about our awards, some of our favorite ones. All right. What are your favorites? All right. Well, keep in mind that this site launched in 2016. Okay. So in 2017, we were recognized by the National Association of Government Web Professionals, and we were awarded the Member's Choice Award, which was pretty special because we were voted, our site was voted on by our peers across the country. Okay. Um, That's really cool. That's pretty special that they thought that ours was the best site in our demographic category. That's a big deal because I know that you all are picky when you're looking at other websites and things that you like and that you don't like and that's really cool yes i was really proud to get the uh, governor's technology award uh for best citizen portal and that's the governor's technology award for the commonwealth of virginia wow Uh, we were presented this award by uh, terry mcauliffe himself and we got our pictures taken and it's not every day that you get an award from the governor of your state so we were we were really really proud of that one very good now was that for 
our jurisdiction size? Did we compete with all the jurisdictions in Virginia or? That's all of Virginia for, for 2017. Wow. Yeah. So even the big ones. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You all must have been impossible to live with there for a couple of weeks after you won that one. Not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. Those are really great honors. And again, you guys do a lot of work. And a lot more is coming with this refresh. Absolutely. Yes. Well, as you all know, as, yeah, <laughs> I like to ask a couple of questions at the end of the podcast that are off topic, that have nothing to do with anything we've talked about so far. Are you all game? As sure. if you can't say no, because yes. yeah, <laughs> it's happening. Here we go. Tina, we're going to start with you. Okay. So you're going to answer and then Chris, you will answer and then we'll reverse it. If you had to delete all but three apps from your smartphone, which ones would you keep? iHeartRadio. Ah, okay. <laughs> now these are not any this is any of these apps that we're discussing. The county is not endorsing no. them. This is Tina Kelowna, right. the citizen. Right. Believe it or not, the Target app. <laughs> <laughs> and um, gosh, I don't know what the third one would be. iHeartRadio and Target. There's got to be a third one. I don't know. Right off the top of my head. <laughs> I don't have my phone in front of right. me to see which one I could save. Any oh. social media, any games, news source? Besides, of course, This Week in James That's City right. County. <laughs> That's right, because the podcast is on. Right. My phone. Good. Um. I don't know. Maybe I'd keep Facebook, but okay. ah, who knows? Okay. <laughs> All right. How about you, Chris? I'm, I'll try to come up with three. I'm not, you know, it's funny because as a web guy, I am not a big app guy. Okay. Um, even when we actually, when we started building the new website, uh, we did have a lot of people ask, well, are you going to, you know, have an app? Right. And I, I kind of laughed all those suggestions down. Uh, I'm not a big mm -hmm. fan of having an app. Because really, right. You apps are great, but you want to have a website that's responsive, that looks, yes. you know, that you can use on your PC or on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. So, and our website is mobile responsive. Mm -hmm. You don't really need an app to use it on your phone. You can just pull it up in your browser and it works. Nice. I'm glad I got that plug in yeah, on, good the, job. on the, on the unrelated questions <laughs> part of the podcast. All right. Three apps. Three apps. And if you don't have apps, if you want to do three direct links to web pages, I will allow that as well. I would say, okay, so app number one, every night before I go to bed, I have to play the game Pocket Tanks, which is an app. Got it. And I have to beat the computer on the hardest difficulty. Okay. And I feel really good about myself when I do that, because <laughs> I'm smarter than a computer. Good for I, you. I want to put that on the record. <laughs> nice. So, Very good. All right. So, so I, I don't sleep without that. So that's okay. my number one. All right. Uh, number two, I think, um, uh, I guess I'd have to be Facebook. Okay. Uh, I'm a big Facebook user. Uh, I mean, I've moved around a lot my whole life. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not originally from James City County. I, I moved here in 2015. So Facebook's a really great way for me to keep up with, with my friends and family from across the country. Okay. And uh, the last app I have... I'm not, I was not prepared for this. I know. <laughs> Good. It's like the one day we don't bring our phone. I know. And I was like, I'm going to leave it in my office so That's nobody so calls me. funny. Yeah. 
So my last app would probably be uh, the Apple Podcast app. Okay. I'm a big podcast fan, and I'm subscribed to this one. Yay. I encourage everybody listening to subscribe as well. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Now, we do have the second question that I'm going to ask, but I've got a little question that I'm going to throw in because I think you all have a pretty strong opinion on this one, and it involves pizza. So talk to me about pizza, because, and I'm just going to sit back because I think you two are going to take it from here. <laughs> Renee, <laughs> anything that you have to eat with a fork and knife is not a pizza. Oh. And I want our listeners in Chicago to go to jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast, fill out the form, and we look forward to your response because Chicago deep dish pizza is not pizza. Oh, okay. Now I'm going to say you don't even have to be in Chicago or from Chicago. If you can find Chicago on a map, and if you have a strong opinion about this, fill out the form on the website. Yes. Good. <laughs> Tina, are you of like mind? Yes, he just asked me out of the blue one day what I thought, you know, was Chicago deep dish right? pizza or a casserole? And I'm thinking it's a casserole because it's right. a deep dish and you have to, I mean, you can't pick it up and eat it with your hands. But there are some thin crust pizzas that, They're you like know, when cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. This is statistically and yes. analytically driven, Renee. Yes. We've looked at the numbers. <laughs> this is all proven by science. Okay. My son likes thin crust pizza, and it's like, I swear you could, like, raise it up a flagpole. Yeah. And it would just not move. Okay. So I'm not a fan of thin crust. So then, okay, so you you don't even consider Chicago deep dish pizza pizza. No. So what do you consider pizza, Tina? Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Okay. And I'm a Wichita girl, so I have not to say. Not the thin crust. Okay. <laughs> Hand tossed. Hand tossed. Okay. All right. How about you, Chris? Uh, my preference is I love uh, buffalo chicken pizza. I just Ew. think it's so good. <laughs> what? That's not my favorite. Oh, uh, that's my favorite. Okay. That's my preference. That's like an appetizer. Buffalo chicken. Or, yeah. Yeah. Buffalo pizza. I that's like buffalo give me wings. everything I love and a a triangle slice that I can hold in my hand and eat without a knife and fork. All right. Okay. So Chicago people, we want to hear from you. Yes. Chicago okay. listeners, we know you're subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> That's jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. There's a form already for you. All right. And then the last question. Chris, we're going to start with you. If you woke up tomorrow as an animal, what animal would you be and why? Well... <laughs> Another one I put a lot of thought into. Yeah. <laughs> they did not know these questions uh, before the podcast. I would be a moose. A moose? I went to Wyoming in August. Okay. And I saw a moose. And I was, you know, I kind of felt like they kind of, it kind of had the right lifestyle for me. And they're, they're tall. You're tall. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm very a moose. A moose. <laughs> it's the web developers of the natural world. There we go. Oh my goodness. Okay, Tina. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. If I woke up tomorrow as an animal, yes. Let's go with a polar bear, just because they are my favorite animal. Oh, nice. Yes, 
because they just look so cute and fluffy. <laughs> Um, I but they're a little bit vicious. Only yeah, you make them mad. I would not try to pet one. Just pro tip there. And see, and it's all on my bucket list to actually go do like a polar bear tour kind of thing to see them. But I have yet to find someone to go with me. Right, because it's cold. Yeah, where they put live. a jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, guys, thank you so much. You've done a great job with the website, and it is nice to be able to let people get to know you a little bit better because everything that you do seems to be behind the scenes and you're working hard and just wanted to feature you guys and all of your work well thank you so much renee yes we're glad to be on all right thanks again well that wraps up this episode of this week in james city county thank you so much for tuning in as always please take a minute and subscribe to our podcast you can find us on itunes or stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts Also take a moment to go online, jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast. And while there, you're going to find all of our episodes as well as a form where you can weigh in on the Chicago pizza throwdown that's just happened or give us ideas of other shows or other topics that we can cover. We would love to hear from you. So again, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk with you next week. 